This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Why? Because we can. Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Stevens across the world. And, of course, uh, available for you upon listening to Shepard. All right. 
So how is everybody doing? I'm a little thrown off. It's good. I'm thrown off because Billy's very quiet today. Yeah, yeah. it's me, Joe, <laughs> Eddie, and and Billy and Billy. Wait, Billy so it's me. It's Joe is back Ed, there. Joe and there's Ricky and Billy. And Billy's Billy. here. Hey, Billy, how are you? He's he's mummified. Oh. Oh, okay. very good point. Yeah, very good point. I don't like that smile on his face. I mean, Whoa. he looks kind of like you know, like like Freddy Krueger like smile. You know, Billy, what do you think of uh, Putin and Biden meeting today? Very good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it was based on religion. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You are right. Biden apologized uh, for oh his, to the CNN person. The CNN person. Oh, he apologized to him today. Yeah. Billy, what do you think? What do you think of the president of the United States of America, Billy, apologizing? Yeah, I think so, too. To CNN, for that matter. Yeah. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know what it is? Because CNN uh, was literally the target of the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny, because I was watching the, the... Like, not even the press conference. It was the after effect, because the Post, the New York Post, uh, wrote about it. Oh, they did. And they were like, you know, he went off and he exploded on the CNN person. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me watch this thing. And he literally did yell. And he got mad. And that's his unflappable Joe. Joe Burden usually does not uh, get I I, I think Putin got to him and he took it out on the reporter. It's possible. Billy, what do you think about Joe Biden? Come on, Billy. Come on. Say something. Exactly. He's a man of few words, but he knows what he's saying. And when those words come out, Joe, they're fucking prominent. I know. Not not too loud. Not too loud. Not too fucking just trying to be. Well, you know what Teddy Roosevelt says? Speak softly and carry carry a a big big stick. stick. And we we all know that Billy carries a big stick. Uh, That's right. That is definitely a thing. (laughs) He has a big stick. Billy, how big is your stick? No. Billy, stop. Just stop being bright. Now you're bragging. Now you're bragging. Stop it. You know, they say you can tell the size of a man's dick by his fingers. His well, fingers? It's, yeah, like if you have long fingers, you have a long dick. I thought it was and, feet. And, and toes, same thing with toes, yeah. Yeah, those feet. So, yeah. yeah. And they say about a, a woman's pussy is about her mouth. If she has a big mouth, she has... She has a big mouth, she has a big pussy? She has a big pussy, yeah. But what are you... Are you saying, like, depth? Shape or like, just Yeah, like, what are you... You're just throwing out a random fucking thing. What does well, that mean? Th- this is just a, uh, uh, what do you call that, uh, a colloquial... A fun fact? Yeah, yeah. Joe's fun facts. Like, you know, like, like, <laughs> like you know, Martha Holy Ray was the hot pussy you could drive a truck through, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I know. I don't, it's too the, early in the, the show. The shape I, of her mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, as far as her having a big mouth and talking all the time. Uh, who, oh, yeah. who, who do you know that has a big mouth? Uh, yeah. That I has a celebrity. Yeah. Me. Well, yeah. Well, Carol Channing had a big mouth. Carol Channing. Yes, yeah. She had a big mouth. So yeah. she probably was a... Up, had a so nice, you're, you're the, all right, so wait. What are we... Are nice we, pussy. Because first off, Joe was just mumbling. He's not even explaining. No, so what no, you're no. saying... Shut up for fucking a second. Okay. Are you saying that... If they have a big mouth, they have a big pussy. Yes. So what you're saying is they have a like a deep, shallow like I'm falling into your pussy. Yeah, because that's not good pussy. Well, well, they say you know you can tell the private parts of a person by uh-huh. certain extremities on the outer visible parts of the. So person. men are fingers. Men are fingers and toes. You know, so you go to the beach, you see their toes. The guy, you know, and sex- Ron Jeremy must have huge toes. <laughs> and, and 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 women are supposed to be their mouth. And then nostrils, you know, something mm. like so that. So they have big nostrils. Well, so every orifice that they have, yeah, you're saying, yeah. is equal. I, I would assume 
You know, I, I, that's I, a new one. I never heard this. That. Is not a yeah, scientific yeah. study that I have made. But, you Ladies know, and gentlemen, Joe would not a scientific discovery. I, I'd like an opinion of anybody out well, there. Who, what, who knows what do you of, think, uh, Billy? Wait, Billy, yeah. Billy is. I mean, Billy, look, Billy, you can mull it over for a second. What do you think? Uh, yeah. oh, okay. By the way, it's also very creepy when I go to the Billy. Yeah. <laughs> like ever, like, like, watch, watch when you pan in. It's got that watch. sardonic watch. smile. Watch. watch. <laughs> Billy. By the way, go to the ham cam if you have no clue what we're talking about. Please I, I, do. I mean, if I woke up in the middle of the night and saw that sitting on the end of my bed. I oh, should have proven, man. You tried to fuck it. Don't lie. Well, yeah, probably. Uh, let's see. People in the Facebook Live suite. Uh, Joe, how the fuck are you? I hope the kid is doing better. I'm doing good. Uh, no, his son. Not you, stupid. The kid. Oh. Not that Joe. Joe D'Angelo in the <laughs> oh, Facebook Live suite. Do, yes. uh, Mike, how are you? What, do, what did this turn into a political show? I like it. Uh, now back to your originally scheduled pussy and dick talk. Uh, there, Lawrence, blind Lawrence from the Lawrence Raw show. Uh, there was an old school song from the nineties called don't want no short dick man. Yeah. By a group yeah. called 20 fingers. Well, that's what it could be about. There you go. Uh, Joe, they're asking a question. What about ear holes? Yes. That ear counts. Holes. It definitely does. Count. So a girl's ear holes, if yeah. she has big ear holes, she has a big pussy. I got to tell you, I used to go out with a girl years ago. And she says, before I go down on a guy, uh-huh. I have to look at his ears and I look at his fingernails. She said, to see if they're clean? Yes. She says, if he's got the uh, sanitary habits, give his ears and his fingernails clean, I know he's got good, uh, what do you call good it? Dick. Hygiene. Good, good hygiene. Clean dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has good hygiene habits. I mean, since then, I, I notice my nails are very clean. <laughs> I also like to point out, it's scary that Joe doesn't know the word hygiene. <laughs> No, I just, I, you know, I'm getting married, so I the little things I forget. Mm-hmm. You know, the little I, things. Hello. Nah. <laughs> hello, I don't know what I to do. Keep a list yeah. taped right. in the shower. So yeah. also on the show tonight, uh, formerly from the Bubble Love Sponge Show and uh, Sirius XM in general, uh, Mike Waters, a.k.a. Manson, yeah. from the Bubba Love Sponge Show, a.k.a. also Ned. Oh. Ned stood for non-existent dude. He was a major character on the show, oh. which Manson or Mike Waters, I have to figure out what the fuck I'm going to call him, uh, who is highly talented, uh, used to do pretty much almost, I want to say like... 80% of the funny shit on the Bubble of Love Sponge oh, show. Is this like a, so, a character he portrays? He played, he played Ned. Ned was, I'll probably, I'll, I, it's on my list of things to do. Okay. Beg him to do Ned on the show. Mm-hmm. It's on here. I want him to answer a question in Ned's voice. Um, he also, uh, w- when they got fired from Sirius XM, not fired, but let go and not rehired, mm-hmm. uh, the is, best part was... that the same thing? Well, no, no. Ned wrote... Better, you know, cleaned up. What? What? Yeah. Dirt? What the fuck are you talking about? As far as being fired, you, you say he was let go. Oh, isn't that the same, same thing? Same I don't, thing. Yeah. Joe, when Joe has his teeth in, I can't understand him. <laughs> I understand him better when he doesn't have his teeth in. Oh. Uh, he they wrote parody songs that Manson did, uh, Mike Waters did as Ned against. Uh, the guy who pretty much runs the show over there, Scott Greenstein. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the massive, like, like whoopsie moments. You would think, and I, I mean, you got to figure that Ned was responsible, but you are Ned, so uh, what? You I mean like where do you go from there? Do you, do, like when you're recording this, do you think it's going to go over well? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so we have that's, to ask him that. That's not why they laid him off and didn't call him back. What was the because reason? Of the Greenstein thing. 
one of them, one of them, no, it's one of the reasons why they never got brought back. Um, I mean, dude, they were right. They were writing some parodies. They, they weren't like nice parodies, like "Hey, Greenstein smells." <laughs> mm-hmm. It was stuff like you know, uh, Greenstein's daughter and fucking oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. These were like way yeah, over yeah, the top yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm sure that Blind Lawrence could give the, uh, you know, the exact kind of. Uh, what exactly? I remember uh, Blind Lawrence said it last week on the show when we told him that Manson was coming on. Mm-hmm. What exactly was said in the parodies? Mm-hmm. That think about it. If that's your boss, and you're trying to be on, look, they were on the Howard Stern channel. They were on Howard Stern one on one. The Ew. they were the afternoon drive guys. Yeah. On the Howard Stern, the biggest thing that Sirius XM has mm. is the Howard Stern universe. You were a part of it. And then that imploded. Then you also have the Hogan sex tape. We got to talk to him. We got to talk to Mike about because he was there for that. We got to talk about what? He did the photographing? No, he did the photographing. He was there during the fucking saga in which Hulk Hogan was the one of the best friends of Bubba the Love Sponge. He was the best man at at Bubba's wedding. He sore his ass. And fuck, sore his ass. He sore his big meat, meaty beef thermos. That was fucking Bubba's wife at the time, uh, Heather. There's a ton of shit, Joe. That you're. This is what I'm saying. Don't even talk because you're gonna ruin this. No, I don't. I don't. You know don't even. I, I, I know you don't know. know. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. This I mean, is what I'm saying. I find it very interesting that he was involved with threesome, but you know. And then also, Bubba was stealing fucking ratings. He was. He had did something, which is why we have to talk to Mike Ooh. about what the he was. Getting illegal shit from the Nielsen people mm. and lying about the ratings, so he almost got th- he got thrown off the air in a couple of markets for that. How do you do that? Well, that's what I'm saying. We need to find out. Yeah. I mean, this is all stuff that Mike was privy to because Mike Waters was there when this happened. Yeah, maybe we can. Oh, do okay, that. this is what I'm saying. He was there. Might they, be a quick way to get on. Yeah. Might be a step-by-step tutorial. Also, mm-hmm. what not to do. Well, don't you How still have that? that Nielsen box? Yes, right yeah, here. Yeah. He's got it on. Yeah, I was carried with me when I had. So we need to. Know, but well, in but see, here's the thing. That's in the radio world. It's uh, PPMs, mm-hmm. which is different. It's made by almost the same people, I believe, but it's it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. But we got to talk to Mike about that. There's uh, there's so much crap. Mm. This man was a part of radio history. He's a radio journeyman. Mm-hmm. He's been in the business for, I don't know, umpteen thousand years. I mean, the guy has done a shitload of things in the business. Ooh. And he's going to hopefully okay. talk, you know, he's going to talk to us. Plus, he has his own show, brand new show, Cluster F, uh, the Cluster F show. Oh. And he's going to talk to us about, so we got all that good stuff going mm-hmm. down as well. But right now, we go from one crazy shit to, to another, another crazy shit because it's time for the Q&A of the day. The Ham Radio Q&A of the day. Here's how it works. Uncle Eddie asks you a question. You answer it. Throughout the show, it's just that simple. That's right, that's right. Q&A of the day brought to you by HamRadioShow.com. That's right, us. Go to HamRadioShow.com and check out all the old episodes on demand for your beautiful ear holes Ooh. at HamRadioShow.com. All right, so I don't know if you guys heard the story uh, it's been all over the press about. Me. All right, it's about Batman. Did you hear the Batman story? No. All right, so there was a show on uh, HBO Max. It was the Harley Quinn animated series. Did you see that? It's not for kids. Oh. All right, it's not for kids. But on the on the show itself, they were doing a 
bit, I guess you would call mm-hmm. it, where Batman was supposed to go down on Catwoman. Ooh, how nice. All right, so there was a whole news story about it where the guys that run the, you know, DC in general, uh-huh. uh, pointed out that on the H- HBO Max show, Harley Quinn, yeah. they quote said, Batman does not go down. As in, Batman does not perform oral sex. Well, it got to be hard with that mask on. You know, that nose will point down. He probably stab her with that nose. She might enjoy it. It might rub it her clit. Hey. All right. got a point. I mean, Bruce Wayne could do it. You know, Bruce Wayne probably good at it. You know, Batman has needs, too. Oh, yeah, but, you know. He's supposed to fight crime. He needs something to take that stress off. Well, the creators of the show said, point blank, are you saying that superheroes are selfish lovers? Why would they not do it? Yeah. And the people that run DC said, point blank, no. But they also aren't selling a consumer product to, like, kids. So, like, if it goes back that Batman went down on it. So it all became a dollar and cents kind of thing. I understand that. But here's my question. Q&A of the day. Okay. What superhero do you think gets the most ass? Like, if you think of all the superheroes, all of them, DC, Marvel, Image Comics, doesn't matter what comic you listen to or read, which superhero do you think gets the most ass. Now, it could be also chicks. You could say chicks are getting ass, too, because they're getting, you know, they're getting some dick. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that Wonder Woman's doing a damn good job. Yeah. She could also tie up somebody. I so I want to know. 718-577-1389. You know, I, I, I want to hear it. I think the Flash is, like, probably the least guy because he's so quick he doesn't satisfy his woman. Or he get a lot of ass. He just jumping and out. Yeah, quick. There's a possibility. He's fucked before they fuck before they even know. You think he'd have an orgasm every time he did it? It's probably it's probably premature ejaculation. He'd be too weak to run. (laughs) (laughs) You know, be busting nuts like that. Premature ejaculation. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm Percy. I'm gonna go with Batman because okay, rich man. I, know, would, yeah. I would think as Bruce Wayne, as Bruce Wayne, yeah, yeah. which is still technically Batman, uh-huh. he's getting a lot of pussy because he has to yeah. keep up appearances, right? So, so I'm going with with Batman. I right. you a question because I don't think Clark Kent gets laid at all. Why would you think not Clark, Clark Kent? Clark Kent because he's like a fairy. <clears throat> he's uh, he's shy. He doesn't. You know, nobody's gonna fuck. Well, Clark he's married Kent. now. First he's of, married to Lois. First of all, no, no, what now? Superman man? and Batman been out since the thirties. Yeah, they've been around. And nobody knew superheroes fucked until seventy eight when Superman came out and uh, yeah. the second one. But, you know, nobody and we found them in the bed. Together. Nobody knew my mother and father fucked yeah. too. You know, that's just you know, way you, yeah, you talk just, about it. You just popped days. up here, especially yeah. your mother. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> But the fact still remains that Superman, we figured out, like you said, in the 70s, everyone figured out that they fucked. So now... I always wondered if he had that iron dick, you know, like, you know, like he's, he's, you remember, the, man, he's the man of steel. Do you he remember, gets a heart on, he go right through you. I'm sure like, he knocked Lois pussy in the back of Ooh. his ass. Do you, did you, do you remember the movie fucking Hancock? Uh, With Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, Will Smith, yeah. Will Smith, point blank, there's a, there was a scene they had to delete because they thought it was too graphic oh, for theaters. Really? Where he's fucking a chick, yeah. and he has super superpowers. He's fucking a chick, and then what happens is during the actual sex scene, he tells her, uh, uh, when I'm, when I'm, I'm gonna pull out when I come. And she goes, no, I want you still in there. He goes, no, I'm gonna pull out when I come. She goes, no, no, no. He goes, I'm gonna pull out 
when I come. <laughs> so they're fucking, they're fucking. He goes, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. She kind of, she wraps her legs around him because she wants to get that super, you know, she, the super <laughs> semen. And the fucking, the funny thing, he pulls her off, he throws her off, <laughs> he her. shoots his load, it goes through the roof <laughs> and puts a hole in the fucking ceiling. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Just shattering shit. They show you, man. Yeah, like the Black Widow. They fucking to kill you. Well, that's the thing. You have to. You have to imagine. There's got to be. You don't. I don't think you want to fuck somebody who has yeah. superhuman powers. So a Batman definitely would be getting more pussy. I would say Wonder Woman to me has to be getting a lot of dick. She's not just getting that Steve Trevor cock. Well, in the boys, everybody fucking ain't. Well, in the boys is different, but the boys is that. Um, uh, she's not. That's not Wonder Woman. That's fucking. Oh, I, thought, I, thought uh, they, I thought they would consider. You know, if, if they weren't superheroes or some shit, this yeah. this is how they would be. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's not. No, but it's not Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the chick that's on. I don't know. I think it's Amazon is her name mm-hmm. on the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she, she's a lesbian. The other one, the blonde. Is uh uh whatever like superhero that has the superpowers or whatever, but either way, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that if you if you were to fuck somebody, they would ha- if they have too many superpowers, it's gonna be too many. It's gonna be a massive problem. Like Superman's gonna like lose track, he starts fucking you in the middle of the air, and then he drops you. When he I, shoots his load, he's like ah. I can tell you who ain't getting no pussy. Who's not getting any pussy? Aquaman. He always smell like fish. Yeah. And he's yeah. got to get the bitch to hold her breath. Yeah. <laughs> hold your breath. I need you to go down on me. And he can't be out for so long. Yeah. You know, uh, so. Well, we got Deadpool being in there. He bangs. He bangs a chick and then brings her flowers in the movie. They, uh, Lamont Cranston, a.k.a. Lamont Cranston, the shadow. The shadow knows. Yeah. That guy. The shadow knows. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's got to be a lot of fucking. Spider-Man should be getting a lot. Peter of Parker has to get a pussy because he doesn't have superhuman cum. I don't think the he's Hulk a shy gets teenager. The Hulk probably doesn't get laid. Well, he's a smart dude, so yeah. you never know. You know, he's a, uh, yeah, a but scientist the Hulk, and shit. So. But the Hulk in the first movie. They make a point when she gets she uh, Betsy Ross there starts mm-hmm. making out with him. His heart rate goes up, which thus would turn him into the Hulk. So can you imagine if his regular dick is inside of a woman, and then, yeah. and then he becomes Hulk? He rips her pussy in half, and, and then she has giant ear holes like Joe was saying. What about and, that guy and, that, and gonorrhea? What about the green that guy, dick fucking him? That guy that's made of stone. I got stone. gonorrhea. That guy that's made of stone. The, the, thing. Oh, the, the thing, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. can't get laid. Well, he he give. I a, don't think he has the. Dick. He give a whole new meaning to a hard dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, rock hard, one. rock hard dick. Your heart yeah. is a rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta remember some of these guys. They come from another planet. They may not have dicks. They may made a different way. You know, yeah. I just feel if Superman get too excited, he start pumping. Yeah. He gonna knock the pussy yeah. in the back of her ass. I would think so. She's fast. done. Do yeah, she's done. So you like, know, whatever. like Speedy Gonzalez. She'll never fuck again. Yeah, like yeah. Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. You know. Get your prick out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Joe just told the fucking he jo- he told the punchline to a joke he didn't set up. He literally just fucking went to the Speedy Gonzalez fucking punchline <laughs> at the end. I think that's an old joke. Everybody knows what I'm talking I know, about. but you didn't even tell the joke. You just told the punchline. That's all right. You're a horrible fucking person. <laughs> they got to figure it out. Now. All right, listen, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have Manson, a.k.a. Ooh. Ned, a.k.a. Mike Waters, formerly of the Bubble of Love Sponge Show. Yes. Now, a guy that hosts his own show, the Clusterfuck Show. Oh. It is the Ham Radio Show. That's what this is. And we'll that's be right, right. back after, after these. these. What? what? 
Let's, let's do it. You're kind of creepy. I think this may be a stupid idea. Internet. It's only good for finding out that everything you touch turns to suck. It's official. The Unfiltered Radio Network. HamRadioShow.com Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. Eden Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Idiot Radio is an online radio station taking it to the edge and back. Featuring shows that combine news, pop culture, sports and comedy. Such as the PP Boys, the Triple B Experience, Outlaw Radio, Gino's Comic to Comic Podcast, as well as many more. Idiot Radio offers a unique uncensored listening experience of what's happening in the world. Idiot Radio will give you the full infotainment experience using live streams at idiotradio.net. Phone calls on the anytime line 412407SHOW and on social media Facebook and Twitter at Idiot Radio and to make sure you don't miss anything download the free app streaming 24/7 Idiot Radio from Google Play or the App Store Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. New York City. The Big Apple. The city that never sleeps. An electric paradise of freedom and towering monuments to the achievements of America. And this is New York City through my eyes. Well, just put the penis in your mouth and drive. So put the kids to bed. Put on something sexy. And take a mouthful of New York ham. The following message has not been approved by any snowflake, social justice warriors, authorities of language, police, or any other special interest group trying to dumb down America. The Lawrence Ross Show on TF52.com. Probably so offensive by today's standards. Friday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, what's up? This is WWE superstar John Cena and a guy who spends his extra time being a body double for superstar Uncle Eddie. Guys, it's just like looking in a mirror. A white sport coat. And a pink carnation. Mm. I'm 
Oh, Marty Robbins. What an old film Jesus Christ. Marty Robbins. This is why Joe needs to not fucking be the one telling Billy to play more old country songs. <laughs> 718-577-1389. It is the Ham Radio Show. So, Joe, you feel Spider-Man? Yeah. Spider-Man would be a good fuck. But he would have people thinking that no one's been in the pussy for years. Yeah. Because cobwebs. Well, yeah. Who didn't see that coming? God damn it. I was thinking because, you know, he swings, you know, like yeah. a thing. Because you Acrobatic. Come across Joe, the room. first off, number one, stop talking. Number two, you're taking swinging in a different way. Oh, you're not talking about what you think you're talking about. I uh, remember the Q&A of the day. What superhero do you think gets the most ass and why? Right now, let's try to get Manson on the phone. The man's a busy man. He has no time to hear Joe sing fucking songs. Hello? Hello. I'm looking for uh, Manson, a.k.a. Mike Waters, a.k.a. Ned. Oh, you got him. You got him. Hey! Oh, for Christ's sake, thank God. Welcome to Ham Radio. Welcome to the show, brother. <laughs> there you go. It's the... uh, happy to be happy to be here. Oh, I'm dude, happy to have you. You don't even understand. Uh Billy, who's not here tonight, uh, is an even bigger fan than I am. You you literally are one of the reasons me and Billy orchestrated this show kind of like what you guys used to do on the Bubble Love Sponge show. Billy was my Ned. Until we realized that yeah. you were Ned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we thought Ned was a real person, a living, breathing entity, and he wasn't. I mean, we did a, we did a, a, an amazing job of pulling that off, I think. Most, most, people, most people believed it. Yes, and Ned, by the way, standing for non-existent dude. Mm. That's what Ned stood for, and he, was, and he was played by our guest at this time right now, Mike Waters, uh, the host of Cluster F Radio. Uh, by the way, twitch.tv backslash cluster F show, Monday through Fridays, uh, 8 a.m. or so. <laughs> but 8 a.m. got it. 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, Fridays is Ned's, Ned's time, 7.45 a.m. to 11. Ned in your head. Ned in your head. Is uh, Can I speak to Ned? Is he there? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, he's uh, just getting off the john, so oh, he's walking right in. All right, well, take your time, Ned. Yeah, hang on a second. Hey, hey, Who's this? Who's this? Hey, Ned, it's, uh, you... it's Uncle Eddie from the Ham Radio Show. It's an honor to talk to you, Ned. How are you, sir? Who? Uncle Eddie from the Ham Radio Show in New York City. Oh, God, yeah. I know you well. I know you well. I know you well. God, I'm a big, fa- I'm a big fan of yours. Big fan. Big Not fan. Really. I'm a Not huge really. Let's fan. Talk. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about you. I'm a big fan of you, Ned. I loved all your stuff when you did... Uh, uh, I, I listened all the way in the back where you uh, used to have a romantic involvement with a guy named Fagateri. Uh, no, no, not at all. It was completely uh, platonic. Uh, you know, we would you know, take trips in the car, uh, you know, do some do some Molly. He would usually pass out in my lap, uh, then I would pass out as well. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happened to Black Down. Well, I remember one time he said that, uh, Fagateri tried to blow you, and then you were, too, you were too dirty downstairs. Ooh. And he uh, re- he refused your penis. That's, I don't remember that at all. You know, he's dead now. He's dead. Oh, he died? Did you kill him? He died. 
No, 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 no. He's dead, though. I mean, it's a tragic. He was, he was a great, he was a great, great guy. He was a great guy. I, I'm just saying, I go old school. Can I, I Ned? Thank you for uh, being on my show and gracing me with your presence. Uh, but I, I really do have to talk to Manson. Is it possible? Oh, geez. You call me on to brush me off? Fuck you. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you want to come out? I got a whoop-ass whoop booth on the corner. Five bucks. Why don't you come on down here? Uh, <laughs> woo. You may change. I seemed like you pissed him off. I'm sorry. I pissed off Ned again. I, I have the tendency to do that. I'm sorry. Uh, from time to, But that's what I'm saying. We, we go back. Like, before you were ever even on, when you were just in Florida... And you were just on uh, the all those. You were on nine bazillion other channels, uh, but before you even got on the Sirius XM, I I had the old school CDs still in my car, and I listened to them from time to time, like the, the morning masturbation stuff and all that other stuff uh, from back in the glory days of the Bubble of Love Spun show. Um, so, how was it like working with Bubba in general? Uh, it's definitely an experience. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I had, I really, you know, I had a different relationship with him than than anybody else, because you know he he really wanted me me to be on his show, and you know when I came, I met with him before, you know, he was just going to hire me, and I was like, you know, this I'm married and I got three kids, and I said, and your show is you know is just vile, and I really can't be a part of. You know, but strippers urinating in cans and stuff. That's not that's not really my scene. And he said, "Oh, don't worry, you don't have to do any of that stuff." And he he never ever you know he he was like if he's like there's strippers coming today you can go you can go home money mansion. So he always treated me you know really great in that respect. And uh, he he never I, I think because he knew he he couldn't. <laughs> he never he never shit on me because he needed me. He didn't need anybody else. Well, that and he was... shit on he shit on everybody else, but he never shit on me until he didn't until he didn't want me anymore. And then he and shit then on he me. Shit but other than that, well, but that's my point. You were like eighty percent of the show. I mean, you were the funny parts of the Bubble of Love Sponge show. Ned's song parodies that still to this day cannot be fucking touched by other radio shows. These are like you, you did song and song parodies sung by you when you did during the R. Kelly scandal. Um, the, uh, I, I, I can't, there's so many of them. It's, it's fucking, uh, uh, I, I said Ned stuff, but then they all the, like all the, everything, the ins and outs of the show, 90% of it was stuff that you were doing. And then of course, Bubba was doing his stuff and bringing his stuff to the table, but that was during the heyday of the program. And you were an integral part of that show. And that's why I don't even know how the fuck we got all the way to where we are now, where you're not even <laughs> yeah. on the fucking show anymore, and and the show is a shell of what it used to be. It is a horrible fucking, uh, ugh, it's a horrible fucking show now. It's not even even remotely listenable. Um, I like because I, I I know that Brent did a lot of stuff because Brent, by the way, who's been on this program, but I, now I've heard stories that Brent wasn't doing. All the stuff that we heard Brent was doing, it was a lot of the stuff was mostly you. I mean, what's your... Uh, I mean, what, your... What, what was uh, Brent supposedly doing? Well, they, Brent was supposedly the the, the uh, producing juggernaut that got him the job when he went over to work for Howard. Uh, I have I don't I have no idea if that happened. I think Howard hired us because... Uh, 
of Bubba and, and me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I don't mean why you guys got to Howard 101. Of course it was you. I mean, you, you, Ned, and I'm using air quotes, Bubba, Brent, Spice, uh, and that show itself, the Bubba the Love Sponge show, was a huge, monstrous fucking thing. I mean, look about it. When, when Howard was uh, starting his uh, own universe on Sirius, uh, at that time, just Sirius Radio, Sirius Satellite Radio, you guys were the second highest. Weren't no, or did you have the number one fine? What was the one for the slaughtering of the pig? What was the number one fine? Uh, I think our total fines uh, were the were the made us, you know, for, not from the pig. It was it was all FCC, just dirt, you know, stupid, dirty shit violations. But it was like. I think it was a million dollars or seven hundred fifty thousand. It might be the sweet. I think we were the second most. Yeah, you were the second Howard, highest fine. Howard still, Howard still owns the record. We were second. Yeah. So I take so I take half of that. So I'm saying I'm the third most fined man in FCC history. Oh, buddy. absolutely. That's right, buddy. Kind of doesn't doesn't pay well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one hell of a feat. It's something to put on the resume. <laughs> Uh, because that it, it, it is true, like the but that was one of the reasons why. Because I remember vividly Howard talking shit about you guys when you weren't when he was still on terrestrial radio. I remember the story vividly. He was with Stuttering John, who by the way now hates him and everything. But he was with Stuttering John. They were working out, and he was mocking uh, Bubba's show when he was talking about how like Bubba was doing parodies. About fucking Kermit the Frog or some shit like that or uh, cartoon character, but literally all the stuff he was going after was all the stuff that you did because you were the guy that did the, like the SpongeBob SquarePants parodies, uh, yeah. uh, Snookers at the Point, where SpongeBob was a hooker, Ricky, who was sucking dick for Krabby Patties. Oh. It was a fucking great parody. It was it was one of the and he does it and he was spot on and that's what that's what they had. They had all this stuff. And Mike did all the work. Mike was the voice of Mr. Crab. Mm-hmm. Mike was the voice of SpongeBob. Mike was the, the Patrick Starfish. All in this, and he would make this rich tapestry where you'd listen to it and you're like, "Wow, this sounds like an episode mm-hmm. of uh, SpongeBob that went off the fucking rails." Sure, because you know SpongeBob is sucking dick for pleasure and all that stuff. But it was just fun. Like Mr. Krabs was his pimp. Trying to make him suck dicks. You gotta suck twenty well, dicks a night. Well, we did question SpongeBob exactly. anyway. So he, well, he but well he he didn't he didn't know himself as a person yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, there's such rich fucking shits, and mm-hmm. that's why. Like, fast forward, Howard's building a fucking army, and he's and he he dipped into the Bubba army, and he went and got the second highest find show. That was out there and put it out there, and Mike was definitely integral in doing that. But now you're saying that Brent didn't do much. Oh, I mean, you know, he, he was good <laughs> at delegating stuff. He would uh, he liked to work Bubba up. He, he worked Bubba up with with off air stuff. So I think he was actually a, a, a more of a detriment to the show because he, you know, he would get Bubba in these angry moods, and Bubba was, you know, he'd get all angry, and the show wouldn't be good. Bubba was was good when he was in a good mood, and so, you know, I mean, he Brent had a, you know, when we were at our height, you know, I think it was the best radio show in history. If we could have kept that, if we could have kept it going, but uh, you know, I think of all, you know, of all the people, I think like Spice, Spice was really talented. Um, <clears throat> 
Um, can you remember who we see on our show? Me, Spice, Brent, Ned. And Bubba. I was there. Yeah, Bubba obviously very talented. Spice was talented. Uh, Ned, and, Ned and I, and then Brent. You know, he was he, he had a, a producing role. Yeah. And on the air, on the air, he's just kind. Of, he was just kind of an anti guy because <clears throat> half the people didn't like him. You know, they they didn't like him. So he was the guy that would stir shit up. Well, that's, but and that's yeah, what later. he could have he could have been easy easily easily replaced. He could have been he was the weak link. <laughs> um, all right, so I got to ask you since you were there for all the highs and the lows. Uh, by the way, Blind Lawrence says hi. Uh, he also wants you to know the second largest uh, in United States history. The fine seven hundred fifty five thousand dollars. It was mainly over the the a parody involving Scooby Doo, Fat Albert, George Jetson. And Alvin and the Chipmunks, so and they fined you for that. Yeah, well, it was a dirty one. It wasn't nothing that Manson ever did was, yeah. I would say, clean. But yeah, it was hysterical. Rarely. Yeah, but it was all. And then but I mean, yeah, good. Big deal. You, uh, fucking fucking George Jetson talking about getting an erection. It's like, are we a nation of children? You know that, that we can't hear that and and you know not deal with it. Well, that's that that's that censorship and cancer cold uh, cancer. It is a cancer oh, culture. Man I had Cancel two kids. Culture, yeah, he had to get hard at some point. Exactly. He had kids. I mean, uh, you we know. we. We were getting canceled before getting canceled was cool. Oh, absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you went out and found the CDs, the ones I have them, you ha- like literally when you get the uncensored versions, you see how amazing of a songwriter Mike was, because the song would be something you'd be humming in your fucking head for like weeks, months later, and even it might be the dirtiest shit in the world. Like, but like I, the R. Kelly one is like repeating in my head right now as I talk to Mike, mm-hmm. because it was just uh, um, uh, uh, the the one. It's the parody to R. Kelly's Ignition. Oh, Ignition, yeah. oh God damn, was that fucking funny? Uh, and I, ironically, the song about uh, a guy who who raped children, <clears throat> excuse me, was one of the few songs that is one hundred percent clean. Yeah, it's not. It's not even that. It's I mean, just, it's, uh, you know, there's not even a bleep in it. It's no, all, no. But, you know, it, it's, it's got clean. the worst subject matter. So I was proud of that one because I took the worst subject matter. This this guy who rapes who rapes teenagers and uh, turned it into a parody without you know saying anything bad. Uh, I, I buy you a happy meal. It's fucking great. Um, it's stuck in my head now. While I'm talking to him, it's playing in my head. Um, all right, so we. Uh, I got to talk about this because you were there for everything. The infamous. By the way, we're talking to Mike Waters. Mike Waters is the host of Cluster F, the Cluster F Show, Twitch.tv backslash Cluster F Show, Monday through Friday at eight a.m. eight to eleven, uh, and Fridays is Ned in your head. Or did I say that right, Ned? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Ned is sharing a microphone now with Mike. Um, the uh, all right, so. The, you were there for the Hogan sex tape. I got to get into this because this was fucking. This was national fucking news. The living legend, Mister Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, bangs Heather Clem, aka Bubba's wife, because he had, I guess, offered her up, and she was. I don't. I don't even know the details behind that weird kind of section yeah. they were into. But either way, neither here nor there. All right. So now. We have we have that it happened. Someone it was taped on Bubba's uh, CCTV, his closed circuit television that was in the fucking house. So there is now a sex tape, all right, that exists of of Hulk Hogan plowing the shit out of Heather 
First off, Heather, I, um, I, I love you, but that's not the point. Heather is an amazing woman. But now Hogan bangs her. It's out there. Now, through I don't even know what kind of circumstances this is all going on behind the scenes. Somebody, which I believe it became Spice, right? Yeah. That Spice then got the disc. He was trying to hawk the disc out, TMZ. Every, didn't matter who it was. This place called TheDirty.com. That place doesn't even exist anymore because Hogan won the lawsuit. But you have Hulk Hogan, who was uh, Bubba the Love Sponge, uh, best man at his wedding. He's also the godfather of his son, Tyler. Uh, there's so much stuff. That goes into this thing. But I got to ask you, what was it like behind the scenes when the shit hits the fan? And, you know, <laughs> when Hulk Hogan's dick, you know, is all over everything and it's in Bubba's house. What was it like to work there? What was going on there? I mean, well, I mean, you get jaded. You get jaded to that stuff. It's <laughs> almost like, oh, yeah. What? Oh. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. That happened, okay, and then that happened. Oh, and then they found it, and then they tried to sell it, and then that happened. I mean, that's how that's that's an everyday you know occurrence. That kind of shit. It was just an an insane place to work because the boss was very unpredictable. He's like you know working with someone you know who you never knew what kind of decision he was going to make, and then you're going to have to deal with the consequences. And uh, and the the unfortunate side was uh, he you know he. In the end, he used that as an excuse as to why you know his career went down the tube. Of course, yeah. When when in actuality, you know, we were at one hundred two five the bone and we we're kicking ass, and then that happened, and then they eventually fired him from one hundred two five, and then we went, we got to went to work at ninety eight point seven, and and it was called Bubba ninety eight point seven, and he was doing mornings and we were kicking ass, and I was doing middays, and Ned was doing afternoons, and twenty five cent was doing nights. And we were, you know, we were really starting to, you know, starting to hit our stride. And then he, the, he cheated on the ratings, and we were done. But he All always right. used the sex tape as as a reason why he was fired. All right, so we had to... It's like, no, no, wait, wait. you got fired because he cheated on the ratings. I didn't, you know, people didn't care about the sex tape. All right, well, see, that's... All right, so this is actually in my list of things to ask you about, because the sex tape was one thing. We got that. But then they went out and built, like you were just talking, 98... Uh, what was it, 98.7? Bubba 98 or whatever it was? They yeah, Bubba 98.7. All right, so Bubba 98.7. They built up literally a whole... It, it, this is unheard of. To, to all the guys that work on my show and don't understand this, this is unfucking heard of. They built a whole radio station around an terrestrial world, around a fucking one jock and his show. So each guy got a thing, like he was saying. They all got a day part, all right? And everybody was hosting shows, and it was a big fucking deal. Now... Take me through the fucking with the ratings. Take me through how he cheated on stuff. Because I remember vividly, vividly, people fighting with him. And then somebody who'd showered name nameless, <clears throat> Mike Calta, our friend, calling out him live on the air, tell, talking about it. And Bubba had no fucking answer for that. Where he said, I heard that you were cheating on the ratings, Bubba. And Bubba really, oh, really, I got last week's book, and let me, and all that bullshit. And it turned out he was cheating on the fucking ratings. So how the hell, number one, how was that happening? And then what happens, take me through the downward spiral after the cheating, (laughs) until the cheat, after the cheating fiasco happens. I mean, the cheating, you know, it was just like I said, you know, it was like, it was like every day, 
just you know that was just another thing. One one day he's like, oh, you know, come out, come out here to, to the shed. Let me show you this, you know. <laughs> and he's got these uh, these people meters, which is what uh, Nielsen uses to measure. Uh, you know the ratings now. People wear these people meters on their body, and it literally everything they they hear, you know, is registered on the people meter. Yeah. So he's got these people meters yeah. in these plastic trays uh, with some kind of vibrating device in each one to make to make it look like the that they're with somebody walking around. <laughs> And he's got radio radio stations, you know, on him, and then he's got you know three on him, but he's got one on somebody else to make it look good, you know, some people that he that don't have good ratings that he can bump up, and it's just as, and he was like, he tried to get me out one day. He's like, you need to go, to, uh, you know, you need to go turn the station on the on the on the people meters, match, and you go go out to the shed, and I I went out there and I was like. I ain't touching these things. Yeah, you don't want I, your shit involved. I, I am not. Yeah, I am not in this. But you know, that's, where did, where that's did he get? All, but where did he get all the people meters? I mean, those PBM things oh. aren't just handed the fuck out. I mean, somebody contacted him and said, uh, "Hey, man, I got you know a household of five, and I got some PPMs." Oh Jesus! And, you know, and he and he paid. He paid. You know, he paid him for them. So how did he get caught? Oh, I have. I mean, I don't know. I mean, these those people meters are pretty uh, sophisticated. I mean, uh, they could easily have a GPS in them or something. I mean, they, somehow, some somehow he got to call. It, I think maybe the person got disgruntled, you know, and wanted more money, and he wouldn't give it to him. What an idiot! And you know, and eventually he got flipped on. Allegedly, it was an Arbitron setup. I don't know. I was not privy. To, I was privy to the people meters, which is you know, he probably figured he couldn't keep that from me. He probably it was just too obvious. Oh yeah, you know, it was like. <laughs> so he had to tell me, but everything else, I mean, every day it was, it was a different story, you know, it was a different, you know, what's going to happen next, what happened, you know, who to blame, it was just a, a like a soap opera, it was a soap opera of, of self, self-brought-on drama. And, and that's where we're at now, because if you fast-forward to his... Uh, fucking shitty life that he's living now. Not only has he lost everybody that was on the show that was of any good to him, 25 Cent, you, Brent, everybody's gone. Spice sure as fuck was gone from the show before that, but, like, the show that, it, it's just a facsimile of what it used to be. It's It's not even, it's just somebody behind a microphone. And I'm telling you right now, Joe... I want you to understand what this guy who's on the phone, Mike Waters, means to us, especially Billy, even though Billy's not fucking here right now. But the fact is, this guy, we used to, when we started in this, I'm Joe, I'm talking about WNJC, mm-hmm. when we used to drive out to Philly oh, yeah. every goddamn Saturday and pay to be on the radio, one of the fucking shows that we, the, 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 one, the, who we look up to. Was this guy right here and Bubba back in the day when they were like he was saying when they were a couple of swinging dicks and that show was an amazing fucking radio program. We would sit there and not just steal from them. We would literally like you're kind of like sucking the essence and learning like I learned a lot of shit from Bubba. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm friends with Mike Alta, but I learned a lot of shit from Bubba where I learned how to kind of how to do and orchestrate a, a scene and kind of and Joe will tell you I was a lot meaner when we were at WNJC and did Absolutely. a lot more mean shit. You know why? Because Bubba was my fucking influence and Bubba was a dick. I was being a dick and and Billy was being my Ned and uh, and and being my Manson kind of like a hybrid. And we had we had the chick on the sh- the whole nine yards. 
So when you're when you're seeing what heights you guys were at, and I'm glad that you're still doing your thing. I'm glad that you're doing a show every morning, eight a.m. Monday through Friday, on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Cluster F Show. Please check it out. I'm so glad that you're still working, doing, and being a part of the business in some way, shape, or form. Even if you're on the outskirts of the business, you're at least doing something. And not just resting on your laurels. You can put them on the map. Yeah, like like you, like you have Bubba now, who's whining and crying. He actually did a segment the other day, and I wanted to get your opinion on this, Mike. Okay. Because it, it blows my fucking mind. I'm sorry. He literally did a whole segment about how uh, SiriusXM has... Uh, like a NASCAR spot because the the or either NASCAR Indianapolis 500 whatever the fuck this thing ran I don't even know where it ran I think it was on NASCAR uh, and he had and he was bitching and moaning that Howard wasn't in the spot now I believe the spot was made before yeah. Howard had resigned for five years because I also work at Sirius XM so I know what the fuck I'm talking about I think yeah. it was made prior to Howard resigning with the company. Neither here nor there. I think, yeah, it is a little bit of a hoo-hoo to uh, not have him in the spot. I get it. But in the same breath, he's yapping going, because <laughs> people are asking him. He does a, an internet-based show now where people are you know, chiming in and uh, Patreons are giving money and asking questions and stuff like that. And somebody's like, well, would you go, would you go back to SiriusXM? And then he's like, yeah, I would go back, if, and I would go back on the cheap. And blah, blah, blah. But in the same breath, he's also bitching, saying that SiriusXM doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Which I is, mean, that's kind of what, what, kind of what helped him get fired in the first place. Exactly! That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> he hasn't learned any fucking lesson at all. It's amazing to me. And now I know you were part of the, yep. the, the Greenstein stuff, because Ned and you and everyone else were singing <laughs> the parodies. So I have to ask, and I got to go a la Jay Leno. What the fuck were you guys thinking? Well, you know, <laughs> that's just, I mean, for, you know, I was, I was, you know, you get sucked into that and it's like, you know, I'm just like, that's how we roll. What do you want? You want me to write a song about the CEO of the company? Uh, sure, I'll do it. I'll make it really bad too. But I mean, I would, I would always, before I did that, I would, I would actually go, I don't really think, think we should do that probably. It's probably not a good idea. And he's like, no, 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 we got to do it. And it's like, there's no sense fighting it. I knew there was never any sense fighting it. So I was like, well, if I'm not going to fight it, I'm just going to try to make it good. No, no, and trust me. Even though I, even though I knew, you know, it could be nails in our coffin. But, oh, you know, what are you going to do? From I, a, my boss told me to do it, I'd do it. From a creative standpoint, the songs were amazing. I'm not going to say they weren't amazing songs. Like, if you're looking for great parodies, absolutely. Manson's your fucking man. However, content-wise, when you're trying to keep a job... At the, the pretty much the only satellite radio game in town since they and merged, Ned, and and Ned says he's going to sodomize Greenstein's dad. <laughs> that might piss probably him not off. Good. Yeah, probably might, not good. Right, Ned. Ned, do you do you hold any ill will towards what you said towards uh, uh, Scott Greenstein? No, he's he's still in the bathroom. I was taking a shit. <laughs> Fuck it, Ned. Well, he keeps shoving shit up his ass. That's the problem. Ned mm-hmm. likes to put stuff up there. That's the problem. Uh, yep. And sometimes it, he has mean, to mule it out. It's it's just insane, you know. I mean, we that was, in my opinion, the greatest radio show uh, ever. And then uh, even after all that happened, and even when we got, you know, we went down to to 
1025, number one, but we got fired. Then we went to 98.7, and we were, we were doing good. And we didn't have anybody. It was me, Bubba, uh, my son, Trace, and Tuttle. Yeah. And we were still doing really good shows. But I think the, the, be, you were there. Yeah, That's because, why. Because, you know, I mean, like, he, he's, so, he's, he's a really weird guy. Because he went from, like... Yeah, I could never figure out what his motives were. He always had motives, but like for a while we were um, we were doing a show, like just me and him after the show, and we were recording it. It was a, this was his idea, and it was the Todd and Mike show. It's the and he would Todd talk about Mike. how great it was and how great our chemistry was, and we go in there and we'd be just laughing, and and he never did anything with it, and uh, obviously we had great chemistry, which. I don't, I don't say. Sometimes I don't even know if he understands chemistry. It's like we had an amazing chemistry. I mean, I don't know if I would, would have gotten as far as I would have without him, and I, he probably wouldn't have got as far as he got without me. Oh, and we had an amazing chemistry. And he seems to have now. He now his warp perspective seems to think that he can make anybody who's in that room great. And he is so so oh, wrong. And that's exactly what I was about to say to you. What he's in there doing now is he has all these young assholes with him, and I'm I'm going to call them assholes because I don't know them personally so i don't even know their names I, I know one of them is lummox who used to be on the show is that the same that's lummy is the same guy right yeah how's lummy all right Lummy. i mean he looks he still looks big and doofy uh but it's he has some random chick some other dude that's in there and it's like he's it's like he's the old guy with a bunch of young never wases <laughs> In the room, and there's zero fucking chemistry. There's absolutely uh, no chemistry. He, he, he never, it's so weird, He's, you know, an amazingly talented guy, but he never understood chemistry. He lucked into, you know, he lucked into the great chemistry we had at Sirius. He just never understood it. He'd go, hey, let's bring this guy in. I could, you know, we could be great. You know, I'd be going, that guy sucks. Well, I mean, what, how, do you, how do you think we're going to have chemistry with that guy? He, but he never, he never really got chemistry. I think he just lucked into, into that into the spice, me, Ned, him, Brent was the perfect combination. Well, look, if you if you suck, you surround yourself with fucking talent. That's what you do. You make yourself mm -hmm. look good. That's what I do, and well, then that didn't go yeah, well. You know, but, but I mean, he he he's an amazingly talented guy. Oh, absolutely, dude! The guy I, was doing radio but, in fucking podunk markets before he was ever Bubba the Love Sponge for real. But I don't think he would have ever been, you know, what he was, you know, and other if we didn't have that group of people, you know. So what? Are, I, I think, like, you can see, like, what he's doing now without, if he doesn't have talent surrounding him. No, it's a shell. I mean, it's a shell of what it used to be, man. It's, an, it's it's a horrible, fucking. It's like a. It's like literally somebody doing a parody of the Bubba show back in the day. That's what this fucking show is, and he and he has the balls. And the goal to number one, number one, attack Mike Calta and his show, which is a structured fucking show. I listen to Mike every morning, and I'm in New York, and Mike's in Florida. I listen every day, and I'm not trying to suck Mike's ass. I'm just making a valid point. That is a structured show. There is, there is literally, it, it is not the insanity that Bubba's show used to be. Sure. But it's still, you know, it's zany, it's fucking funny, it doesn't hold any punches, it's not as dirty, of course not. But the fact of the matter is, it's not as... Bubba's trying to... What, what Bubba's doing now is not even remotely what he used to be doing, because I don't think he can, because you're not there. You were the guy who made all the funny shit 
that we all like he played off whether even if it was a bubba burial it play you he played off you he played off brent he played off spice whether it was spice fucking asia akira whether it was brent drinking the fucking jack daniels and going ape shit and ripping up the studio whether it was like all the things that made that with ned's uh, blatant homophobia and homosexuality all the stuff that was going on on that show, Bubba just played off of that, and I, I get like that when you when you see what it is now compared to what it is, what what it was. I'm sorry. Then you see the difference, and you're like, "What the fuck, dude?" I used to fucking hold him in high regard. He used to be something. That's what I'm saying. When he calls up, when he called up Mike in the beginning and was fighting with him, and you're like, "Mike is still do. Mike does a fucking great show." Why don't you fucking go back and go fucking go back to the drawing board and rebuild the show that you used to fucking have? Because it used to be a great fucking show. It was one of the reasons why Howard plucked you guys out of Florida and put you on satellite radio. Because it was, like you said, one of the greatest fucking radio shows it ever was. And, I, and I'll never understand. And I'll never understand, what, you know, like why he like because basically he, you know, he ran me off. He just, you know, he started doing really bad radio and just being acting really bizarre and just driving me, you know, insane. And you know, my son was on the show too, and he was like physically, you know, torturing you know my son. And I was just like, just until I couldn't take it anymore. And okay. it's like, why? Why? Yeah. You know, why don't? And, and, and especially, yeah. okay, I, I worked with him for twenty three years. Nobody, nobody else, nobody else. Not even close. No. You know, it's like nobody else could have done, you know, what I did to, to, to deal with somebody like that for 23 years. And then at the end, you know, all it would have taken was, um, hey, you know, it's just I'm going to go in a different direction. And I would have said, okay, all right, well, it was great. It was a great run, you know. Uh, isn't that how you treat, like, have a professional relationship? Instead of just try, you know just trying to drive somebody insane until they quit, <laughs> and that's exactly what he kept prodding and pulling. I mean, this is a guy that used to hit people in the head with wiffle ball bats when they fucked up on the show, mm. and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not even a fifth. Like, I know that Joe back in the day used to say I was just like, oh, you're psychotic and you're you're uh, you're doing you know you you just love to see people get hurt. Yeah, mind you, I learned that from Bubba. But then I also learned that you can't treat people like that for the fucking whole thing. And you got a, a guy like Mike. Mike Waters, tremendous fucking talent on radio. He stuck it out for 20-some-odd years with one dude. Yeah. It's like being in an abusive marriage and staying for 20-some-odd years. You may fuck with the wrong one. All right, so we... your ass whipped. Look, I, well, that's the thing. He, 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 I'm sure, I'm sh- and I'm sure that he fucking, one, once or twice when someone tried to get into the bubble gun, Bubba was only picking on people that he, could, he knew he could get their ass. Because if you try to step the... Like, if, 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 if there was definitely tons of motherfuckers that would have whooped Bubba's ass, but they didn't. Um, all right. So right before we get rid of Mike, because we have to, I gotta, I gotta finish up. I just want to know how are things off. I'm just gonna read off three names. I want you to tell me how things are with you and them. How are things okay. with you, Brent Hatley? Uh, not, not, not good. Not good at all. You two hate each other. Uh, I, I, you know, I really don't care. I, don't, I mean, I just. You know, he kind of—it's—it's it's an, that's another—you know—it's another bizarre story. If you want to hear that bizarre yeah, story, 
What'd you say? I like I like bizarre stories. This whole show is a bizarre uh, story. So good. So you know, so so he got you know whatever happened with him and Stern, you know, let go or whatever, and he mm-hmm. comes down here and he meets with me and he wants to start a Twitch channel. He's like you know, and he wants me to you know to be on the Twitch channel with him, and we have lunch with him and his his wife and my wife, and I'm like, sure, man, you know, I'll. I'll I'll do that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll do anybody's show. I'm, you know, I always like to do good radio. I'm sure I can put something together and we could do a good show and everything. And then, you know, he finally came down here and did it, and he completely like, uh, like blew me off and never even contacted me. <laughs> and so, you know, which is a real big move because I, mean, I hate. I don't want to get deep into the Brent stuff, but nobody really liked him on the Bubble the Love Fun show. You know, nobody. There was always like people rolling their eyes, going, "Oh, here comes Brent." But you know, I thought he was, you know, I thought he was okay, and I would talk with him, and I always treated him better than anybody else. And like I put him in in my comedy shows and everything. And you know, here he here he is. You know, he dicks me over. It's like I'm the like Mr. Nice Guy gets dicked over. Uh, you know, I learned that way too late in my career. It's like nice guys, you know, get fucked over. They get fucked over by everybody. And, and it's like. He had all these stern people, you know, on there. It's like, man, you know, I could, I could have helped him. Certainly helped him retain those stern people with, with doing some quality stuff. And he, and he, instead, they, they started doing like a swinging show. You know, they're like, they yeah. do uh, OnlyFans, and they, you know, they go, they do swing, you know, they, they're all about the swinging and stuff. And he, and then he goes on somebody else's show and says that I didn't do his show because I didn't want to be a part of the swinging stuff. I, you didn't mention that once. Uh, if you didn't mention that to him, I said, "Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. I want to yeah. do good radio. Yeah, where I don't do... want, I'm not. I'm, I'm not fucking going to do some infomercial about swinging. <laughs> I like to do good radio. It has nothing to do with with my morals. It has to do with I like to do fucking good radio. So suck a dick. There you go. The quote: "Suck a dick, Brent." From uh, Mike <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So from one Mike to another, Mike Calta. What, what, how's everything with you and Calta doing? Um, eh, 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 eh. Uh, you know, he's, uh, I mean, you see, you know, I mean, it's mainly my my old boss's fault, you know, it's mainly Bubba's fault that he lost everything, but Calta, I think, definitely contributed to it by, you know, poisoning the people at Cox against us because we weren't in the building, we were in our own studio, so that's very easy to become a target, and, you know, he's, you know, he he never had one ounce of ratings until he wrote our wrote our our coattails, and he slid he slid into the number one rating slot, and with no competition. So wait, you're you're you know, saying that Mike literally was nothing without the Bubble the Love Sponge show? He, he, well, I, I, he, he had he never had any ratings ever ever ever. I mean, that's a fact. All right. I, I, I'll, I'll ask him. I don't know. I'm not in the Florida. I don't. I don't look at the Florida books back in the day, so I don't even. No, know. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because because the bone. Look, uh, Bubba. When we went to the bone, it was just you know, it was it was nothing. We created this this format, this talk FM talk format that we took to number one. That's what that's what was that's what the Bubble Love Fun show does. We go in and we destroy and we become number one, and then we shoot ourselves in the foot <laughs> and get fired. That's, it's not a great business model, but it works. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is, is is the moral of this story that egos got in the way? I think it is. Well, egos always get in the way. You in had the radio the, you business, had this yeah. team that was incredible, incredible. You understand making well, making radio history, monumental, and then, bo- and then boom. And then boom. 
I shot in the foot every time. Every, every time. time. It was it was nothing, never anything but self inflicted. <laughs> yes, hey, so, yeah. So here I sit, you know, talking to you guys, you know, well, like a lot of other people are, are do are, are number are like Cal is sitting number one, where where we should be, where somebody in Sirius is sitting where we should be. Oh, absolutely. I should be. I should be. I should be. You know, broadcasting from a uh, Malibu, my beach house, in my home studio. <laughs> uh, I should be retired. I should be retired. We we should be multimillionaires. Well, and people sometimes people are like, "Why do you always? What do you talk about it?" Well, somebody asked me about it. It's a pretty good story about how I got fucked over. I should be a multimillionaire. Oh, absolutely. You, that, but that's what I'm saying. You had so much going for you. Like, all right. So, one from one millionaire. Let me ask the final question. Do you guys have you talked to Stern? Uh, um, have you yeah. talked to the Stern camp? You know, um, the the stuff I do, I'm pretty uncompromising. I just do. I, I push people's buttons. I say stuff people don't like to hear. I tell the truth. You know, I try to. You know, I try to shock people, and it's too hot for. Everybody. <laughs> hey, if you want to send a couple of parodies my way, I'll take them. <laughs> oh, I will. Just send me your email. Fuck yeah! I'll, I'll, if you, I, I'll send you some stuff. If I can get I'll some Manson-produced uh, parodies, Joe, you don't think I'm going to play them on the show? Of course I am. I think Joe I, fell asleep. Uh, that's how I, that's how I originally, you know, got hooked up with Bubba. Was he was doing nights and I was doing mornings, and I. The more they wouldn't play my stuff because it was too dirty. It was a, it was a you know pop station. They wouldn't play my stuff. So I just I like one day I went into with, with a big. They used to have carts. You know, this is like eight track tapes. Yeah, this is ancient history. I walked in with like about twenty carts. You know, to a show and I went. I did all these and nobody will play them. I said, Do you want them? He's like, I'll play the shit out of them. There you go. And, and the that, rest is history. And that's why. And speaking of history, you want to see a guy who's making more history? Go to Twitch TV. Backslash cluster well, I think F forward, show. I think it's forward slash. Forward slash. Either way, Google cluster F show it's, it's on Twitch. Of, it's, it's one of the slashes. It's one of the slashes, and not the one from Guns N' Roses. It's the actual fucking slash that works. Uh, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. to 11. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mike Waters, a.k.a. Yeah. Hanson, a.k.a. Right. Ned. I'm great. It was great talking to you guys, man. Dude, outstanding, and I'm dead ass serious. If I will send you, I have your, we have your contact info because I talked to you personally. I will send you my email. Please feel free to send me parodies, whatever you want. I'll play them, and I'll, they will literally be Manson or Mike Waters originals, and I will give you full credit. I'm not like one of those assholes. You make them, I'll play them. I don't give a shit. No, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely send you some stuff. I've, oh, thank you. I've never, you know. I mean, people have always stolen my stuff, so anybody asks for it, I'm like, sure, you can play it. How, how nice of you to ask. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sir, I am nothing more than a gentleman. I will always ask before I steal. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Waters. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank hey, you, man. buddy. Hey, good talking to you, man. Take care. Take Absolutely. care, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Wow. See, I had to, Joe. I know Joe was, like, falling asleep, but I had to. That's okay. Yeah. Joe's like, I was okay. I was asleep. It was a good interview. I thought, dude, I, even 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 uh, the Slickster jumped in, Joe. I don't know what you were doing. Well, I was he, he didn't was, know I, much about it, but, you know, you hear some things, and there's like, you know, they, they had this incredible they had, team. Yeah, an amazing team. You know what I'm saying? Could have been millionaires a hundred well, times over. Absolutely. With, and on television and shit by now. Oh, yeah. And... 
It's like egos got in the way, man. And, and it was people being dicks and screwing around, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. And that's one thing I don't ever want for this show or us. I don't want... Look, there's room for one ego. That's mine. But the rest of the egos, we can't have like just fucking combating. If you ever have a problem, let's talk it out so we can figure yeah, this out. We all have egos, but mine ain't big enough to damage the show. Damn right. The show Bubba, Bubba like literally... Was I just, will step aside. Bubba was one of those guys who destroyed everything yeah. he touched, and I honestly... I, I literally want to play this for fucking Calta because th- there's a lot of stuff in here that I don't think Mike would agree with, but we'll find out and we'll I'm invite, sure. we, we will invite Mike Calta on this show. I would love to have Mike Calta and Manson have the debate of the century on this fucking show. I'll block out the two hours. They can fight all night for all I give a shit. Mm-hmm. 718-577-1389. It's the Ham Radio Show. Blind Lawrence says that was awesome, and I'm going to say, you know what's awesome? When we come back after these words. What kind of torture is this? Couldn't you just drill my teeth or shove bamboo under my nails or something? The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. The following message has not been approved by any snowflake, social justice warriors, authorities of language, police, or any other special interest group trying to dumb down America. The Lawrence Ross Show on TF52.com. Probably so offensive by today's standards. Friday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The blind guy is probably on social media pining for his audience. Facebook.com Blind Lawrence. Facebook.com L Ross1987. Twitter.com Blind Lawrence. Text line 813-602-2715. Merchandise Teespring.com slash store slash L Ross1987. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Idiot Radio is an online radio station taking it to the edge and back, featuring shows that combine news, pop culture, sports, and comedy, such as the PP Boys, the Triple B Experience, Outlaw Radio, Gino's Comic to Comic Podcast, as well as many more. Idiot Radio offers a unique uncensored listening experience of what's happening in the world. Idiot Radio will give you the full infotainment experience using live streams at idiotradio.net. Phone calls on the anytime line for 12407 SHOW and on social media Facebook and Twitter at Idiot Radio and to make sure you don't miss anything download the free app streaming 24-7 Idiot Radio from Google Play or the App Store. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! 
Follow us, follow us, but not too close on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On OnDemandSalon.com. That's OnDemandSalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. OnDemandSalon.com. Demand the ham. 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 Sing it, Ricky. It is the Ham Radio Show. We're still talking about that damn interview with Mike Waters and Manson and Ned and everybody else that was on the line. Yeah, because that that shit still boggles the mind. Absolutely. Everybody's all fucking in. Everybody but Joe, because Joe fell asleep. (laughs) Uh, He had a very busy night, but he was was at at the... uh, he was out with the wife until 4 a.m. doing stuff, yeah. so he was a little busy. And remember, he's old. Oh, yeah? You gotta give him something, <laughs> something crazy old. Oh, yeah. He's very old. Uh, I don't know. I just, it just... It, it's it a one-down month. Well, no, no, not even that. I, want, I wanted to carry over our conversation about egos. Okay. Because that we were off the air. We're like, it, it shows you, like, egos just fuck up everything. I tell you. Just fuck it's up amazing. everything. I was just saying to him, just to, to Ed Joe. Joe wasn't paying attention because he had his you, headphones you, on. Yeah, you had your headphones on. Mm-hmm. But you see that in singing groups and stuff all the time. All the time. All the it's time. like these are, the they got this great chemistry. Oh, yeah. They're kicking out hit after hit after hit. Oh, yeah. And then somebody's ego, man, fucks Absolutely. up everything. And, you know? and the funny part about it is when, they, when everybody starts off, you know, when nobody's yep. nobody, yep. Mm-hmm. they're great people. Yeah, of course. The ego, yeah. Uh, it's all about the music. Yeah, and getting it done and being good together, and then all of a sudden, you sisters know, and brothers yeah. forever. Yeah, all this shit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's a story about David Crosby when he was the Crosby Young, how they all started, and then towards the end he goes. You guys would have never made it without yeah. me. Mm-hmm. As always, know? yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they were all great. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's good. Mm-hmm. You know, but nobody... But see, that's, and that's exactly what just was in the conversation that Manson was just talking about. Yeah. When he was talking about Mike, uh, Calda, and he mm-hmm. was talking about Bubba. And, because what he left out of the conversation is that Mike used to be the producer... When he was called Cowhead, yeah. Mike Calda was the producer of the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Mm-hmm. Right. They had a falling out. Mike went his uh, his own way, and that's where we're at now, mm-hmm. where there were two shows. There was the Cowhead show and then Bubba the Love Sponge show. Mm-hmm. Now, neither here nor there, at the end of the day... Oh, great. The, uh, hold on. Wait. Boop. Yeah, I know. It's a good goodbye. They were they, the uh, live video was stopped on the ham cam oh. uh, because of the uh, music we were playing. Hold on, whoever's on my line. Uh, 
the the point that we're making though is that literally you can't have one without the other and like you're saying Joe like you got people going well they would never have made it without it. and you're like just can can you all just fucking do your own shows yeah, you sure. can you all just have your own musical acts can you all just make fucking great music or do you have to just fight and have a have a dick measuring contest and see whose dick is bigger than the other one? Yeah, it's, so it's horrible. Yeah. It's the Ham Radio Show. Who's on my phone line? Hey, what's happening, guys? Hey, hey. hey. Line Lawrence from hey, the Lawrence buddy. Ross Show. Hey, yo. How are you, sir? Ah, uh, fantastic, man. Fantastic, man. I really enjoyed that. Uh, 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 it's called really an interview. interview. Yeah. And also... Yeah. And also uh, 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 also, I just want to say. Uh, uh, also, just want to say, uh, thank you very much for playing that little. Uh, thanks for playing that little sweeper. Yes. And also, man, I just want to say thank you very much for the kind words you sent me on Facebook last night about how I should write songs for you guys. Absolutely. Uh, Another I, look. I, I'm accepting song parodies from anybody who has talent, skill, and ability. Now, I did send your fucking thing to Billy, but let's go to Billy and see if he has it. What happened, Billy? <laughs> oh, well. He doesn't have it. Nope, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so what would <laughs> what would happen was we would have had it today. I could have played the parody because you had a parody uh, that you had sent me about Governor Cuomo Whoa. that I thought was a fucking That's great. Right. It was a great fucking parody. Yeah. I was going to play it, and it's very Manson esque because mm-hmm. Lawrence learned oh, from yeah. one of the greats, mm-hmm. Manson. Blind Lawrence, by the way, just to let another cat out of the bag if we haven't explained this already. Mm-hmm. Blind Lawrence used to not work with air quotes in the fucking day for the Bubble of Love Sponge show. He was the blind scribe of the Bubble of Love Sponge show. So he wrote a detailed kind of what a synopsis, I mm-hmm. guess would be, of what the episode was. That's where I first learned of Blind Lawrence. And Blind Lawrence was part of the Bubba the Love Sponge, Bubba Army universe. Mm-hmm. And then he learned by proxy from guys like Manson and all the other talents that were there about how to make song parodies. Mm-hmm. He makes outstanding fucking song parodies. I will say it right to your fucking blind face. Outstanding <laughs> fucking song parodies. So if anybody wants to send us shit, because God knows we never either have the time nor somebody going to actually do it on this show. Yeah. Send me song parodies. Please feel free to send them. You make my show sound better, and I give you full credit when it's somebody's stuff. I'm not going to go, oh, we made that. And be like, oh, it sounded like Blind Lawrence. Don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. We made that. I'm not going to do that. I'm Blind Lawrence. If Manson wants to send us stuff, if people from the Howard Stern show want to send us stuff, feel fucking free. I will never take that away from somebody. They get all the credit. I'm not going to take that away. So I'm excited that Manson's going to send me shit. Right, Billy? What do you think, Billy? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Took the words right out of my fucking mouth. There you go. But anyway, that was, uh, I, I thought, I would love to fucking get, now, I, I mean, Blind Lawrence can attest to this. If I could somehow get Mike Calder, who I know, to, to literally be on one podium... And have Manson be on the other podium. I think that that would be a riveting... If you guys want to learn something about radio, you're going to talk to two radio juggernauts going back-to-back at each other. All right? Going back and forth, tooth and nail, pillar to post, all those fucking great little uh, cliche shits. 
and have those two guys go at it. You think they'll do it? I think I know them. I think Manson would if Mike says he would. I don't think Manson would just sit here and ramble. Mm-hmm. But I think that I, I probably could get Brent and Manson to fight more easily <laughs> than I could get Mike. And I'm not saying I want them to fight. I want them to fucking iron out their shit. Because I don't want... It's like... Look, these are the fucking shows I grew up with. So I don't want to... It's kind of like mommy and daddy are fighting and you want to fucking help out. That's what it kind of <laughs> feels... That's what it kind of feels like. I think that Manson's way too fucking talented not to be on... I mean, I know he's doing his own thing. I know he's doing Twitch.tv backslash uh, Cluster F show. Mm-hmm. I know he's doing his shit. Monday through Fridays. Check it out. All right? Uh, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. to 11. Do it. Check it out. But what I'm saying is if you could have... Any show would love to have Manson, is my point. I'll play you shit later. Mm-hmm. I have it in the car. If I can if I can find it, it's somewhere in my mountain of CDs floating around my car. I will play you song parodies from Manson, and you're going to be blown away. Because no matter what the genre was, rap songs, rock songs, fucking uh, cartoon parodies, everything. Like uh, Lawrence was saying, uh, the, the thing that they got in trouble too was Sodomy Street. Yeah, Instead yeah, of yeah. Sesame Street, it was Sodomy Street. Mm-hmm. They did that. They did. Uh, <coughs> they did um, the thing about George Jetson getting in a boner. Uh, then I, I think Elroy got sucked off by somebody. I don't even remember what it was. Well, what were they on terrestrial radio? Yeah, they were on regular radio. This is back. Yeah, in the, this is back in the radio. day. Can't get away with that. Back shit in the day oh, when no. reg- this is what I'm saying. They had the world on a string. Yeah. Back we in the day, the world on but that's what I'm saying. Back in the day, they had everything. Oh, I thought you wanted to sing. You could sing it. <laughs> I thought you. I got to the sing. world on the string. <laughs> um, but that's what. But all I'm saying is, when you have that, when you have all everything right there in front in front of you, and then literally goes to shit because Bubba literally took it down. Of a like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand. This dick measuring ego contest that we're talking about. I don't get it. I don't get why the fuck wasn't it? Happens they were, too often. And not to mention also, at the end of the day, they had won. The, sh- the, the show that was looked at as even better than Howard at one point, because Manson even said it, it was looked at Howard graciously. And yet again, I know there's going to be too many people saying, well, you're sucking Howard's dick. Number one, I don't have a good enough legal team not to. Number two, I'm not sucking his dick. I'm making the valid point that literally Howard went out of his way and said, let me get the guy who had the second largest fine and was doing exactly what I was doing in all these other markets. Hartford, Florida. He was in, he was syndicated all over the fucking place, Bubba. Howard went. He was even on. Get even on. For a short time, for a short time, Bubba was on XM for a little bit, and Absolutely. then February 2004 hit. Yeah, but that's my point. Is literally you have. When have you known Howard Stern to be gracious? Do you know what I mean? Like sharing this spotlight of radio, he opened his channel and said, "This is the guy I want to do afternoon drive on Howard 101 on Sirius XM." So you had one. You know what I mean? It's like Bubba. And his team, Manson, Brent, Spice, everybody. They even did the show from New York a couple of times. Mm-hmm. They did it from the New York studios. There was interpromotion between the Howard Stern show and the Bubble of Love Spun show. It was a huge fucking deal. They had won. This little Florida show that became nationally syndicated went all over the place. 
literally had gotten to the promised land of Sirius Satellite Radio and then shot yourself in the fucking foot and killed... You know what I mean? Like, why would you do... This is what I'm saying. Like, is it... Joe can attest. We talk about this all the time. Is it a fear of fucking uh, success? Is it a fear of success? Yeah. I believe so. It's true. I don't understand why the fuck you would... My whole thing is like... I, And I will never understand it. Because I don't have a fear of success. I fucking thrive. I want success. When you when you see that guy... I'm an that, addict. When you see that guy that have it all, and have it all going, and then he blows it, mm-hmm. to me that's a sign of someone afraid of success. Absolutely. I have a, I I have a friend that. like that. Yeah. He always gets himself in positions where he Absolutely. can make it big, and then yeah. he sabotages his own shit. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a fear. I've, I've seen that happen but, Right. Times. But so many times it's the egos. Mm-hmm. These guys start thinking, I'm the show. I'm the reason why we we got this. I'm the reason why we're here. I'm the reason yeah. why we should be, and that that fucks everything up. Absolutely. Because, like you said, when we when you first start now, it's we all brothers, we all sisters for, mm-hmm. to, forever. Oh. We're gonna do this, make our money, get famous, whatever. Then you get somebody in there start talking and shit, and then a lot of times the people behind you fuck it up. But they start telling yeah. people, you're the star. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. You're the one. Yeah. You're the yeah. reason. They don't need, you don't need them. You could do this on your you own. Know, people talking in your ear, man. Yeah. And people, you know, our egos, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's fucking crazy. It really, it really is. It, it turns out that you can't, you can't look that gift horse in the mouth, and too many people do. And then what happens is they go out of their fucking way. They go out of their way just to fucking tear it all down. You work so hard mm-hmm. to get to that spot. That's what I don't understand. I look, Blind Lawrence, he's fucking blind. That's number one. Yeah, we figured he, that out. Well, by exactly, by his name. Yeah. Well, he, it, it's funny. He's also <laughs> deaf. Um, <laughs> Blind Lawrence goes out of his fucking way. He does radio. He does, you know, he's trying to, you know, hook up with these. Reality stars, so he can have like maybe a TV fucking. You know I mean like he's going out, he's making song parodies, he's doing everything. The guy, he's got product. We wore the shirts, we had the mugs. You know I mean like he's doing everything, and then that'd be like if he makes it to the top, and then going ah eh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. made it all the way there. Like I would kill to fucking to have the shot. That's what I always get. That's where my frustration comes from. If we want to have an actual serious conversation, my frustration comes from the fact, dude, I get told all the time, stop doing your rinky dink show. Go do a different show. Uh, the cast of this show isn't real. Don't want it as much as you. You should fucking, you're the, like, the, like what you were saying, you're the star. Go out and go be all that stuff. I have fought for everybody on this show. I, Danny, they wanted to fire Danny when we got to Goom Radio. I had to talk them out of it. They were like, get rid of him and you can go places. I didn't want to get rid of Danny. I went out of my way and busted my ass for everybody because I believe in this show. I believe in me and my skills and ability, and I believe in your skills. I even believe in Joe's skills and ability, and that's fucking tragic. But I believe in it. The fact of the matter is, this business... We'll chew you up and spit you out. And the fact is, we go out there, and I can't even imagine being spit out so many times and then making it to the top of Mount Olympus and then just say, eh, fuck it. I'm done. I'm good. That's it. It's just a wet fart. I'm done. No, I don't get it. And I've been there 
through the music side of the yeah. business. Sure. So I know about this shit and I know how it goes down. But I always told you that because you know my situation right now, who I'm fighting with and so forth. Yeah, so I understand. If there was a if there was ever a chance, if they decided we wanted to pick them up and this and that, mm-hmm. if it got down to whether I was on the show or not would affect whether you got chosen or not, I would walk away from the show. Because my ego, I was not. It's not like yo, fuck that. It ain't about if I don't ego, get yeah. on, nobody get on. <coughs> bullshit. You understand? At the end of the day, to me, Ed is the star. Period. Whatever. Uh-huh. If something comes out of that, that's fine. But Ed's the star, no. and we follow his lead. That's the way I look at it. And so. and but the problem the the problem with that is that too many motherfuckers are trying to put, be it like. Dream killers who, uh, you know, um, you know, shower name nameless, but have affected other people. Uh, you have uh, people that go out of their way to, like, mock us or go out of their way to do it. And it's like when you have, like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like Manson. I know that if we were put on Sirius XM, we would thrive. We would thrive. But you're always going to have haters. You're always going to have haters, but you have people who talk great about the show, too. There are people who listen to the show who talk about how great this show is. Oh, absolutely. And and whenever a guest is on, any celebrity that's ever done this show always compliments us after the fact. And why do you think we have a working relationship with Impact Wrestling? Why do you think we have a working relationship with Cobra Kai uh, on Netflix? Why do you think we have a working... Why do you think everybody... That worked in radio, the Mansons, the Brents, the fucking Mike Caltas that work still works in radio, um, uh, big name celebrities that have come on this show, they all write us and tell us how great the show is because they they we're different. We're the anti talk show talk show. We do a different type of show. And why and, aren't we on? And why aren't we on? Because and that's where the frustration comes and in. It's probably a fear. Somebody else's ego too. Right. Is exactly. You understand? You have some time. You have people. We may come in and change the dynamic of things, yeah. and they're happy with the way things are. Yeah. And they don't want changes. So they go, if they come in, we got to change our game. Absolutely. Or we got to step up our game. And so fuck them. Lead them out there. And then you got the other half of there. There will be people that are listening to this and say that we're bitching, moaning, crying, and whining. Mm-hmm. Instead of we're just pointing out that we're frustrated. We're a little frustrated. I don't know. We're fucking human. We're Maybe fucking it's because crazy. we hear shit that's garbage out there. Yeah, that other people that have crack. a fucking show. There are so many people Whatever. that crack mics and act like they're fucking superstars and they couldn't mm-hmm. hold our jocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally. They could. They can't do what we do. Look, Sorry. I'm still learning. Yeah. I ain't sitting here telling you I'm no great professional in radio. But I'm still you did learning. It. You, you did. It. You jumped in during you know? the fucking Manson interview, and yet again, every yeah, other interview, but, and you're doing you a know, great job. Like I said, and, and thank you for that. But yeah. I'm like, I know I'm still learning. So, you know, they, you know, people come to me and tell me, you know, look, Ed, Ed, you know, Ed does a great job. I say Ed did a great job. Yeah. He does a great job. Ed's the show. I mean, you know, we, we you know, we, the, the team, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, you know, but you know, I don't know. Let, let's go. Let's go live to Joe. Okay. Um, what do you think? It was only a Billy joke. Get out of here. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by Lefties, hand rolled cigars, weddings, yeah. corporate and private events, block parties, and much more. Hit them up at seven three two nine seven nine five one zero six or Lefty Cigars of New Jersey. That's Lefty Cigars of NJ 
at iCloud.com. That's Lefty Cigars of NJ at iCloud.com. Lefty's Hamrolled Cigars. How come you never hear a guy called Righty? What happened? You never hear a guy called Righty. I mean, it's only Lefty. Because yeah, Lefty uh, sounds cooler. Well, but, you know, it's right, give me equal time, man. Yeah. It's, it's, no, you know, most people, most right. people are right. So, yeah, you know? yeah, so. All right. So, uh, Lawrence, thank you for calling, brother. Yes, sir. All right. Not a problem. And everybody, make sure you check out the Lawrence Ross Show on Apple Podcasts or, or wherever you get your uh, shows. And if you want to hear it live, Friday evenings, 7 p.m. on TF52.com. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. And Take keep, care, and, buddy. And keep sending those parodies, you blind motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Not a problem, man. Right. Okay. All right. Later, man. Later, Later, buddy. All right. So, as such, we're not going to take a break because we already discussed oh, this. We're, we, we're way off kilter well, today. Well, we yeah. went, when, what happened was we went over with Manson because he was really, when he went to the diatribe about Brent yeah. and Mike Alda, uh, no, and he, then he, he, he ran another 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw the whole show out of kilter. Yes. Yeah. You, you want me to blame him? We'll blame well, him. Well, no. Billy was here. He would have had the whole thing straightened out. Well, that's what Billy. Billy, what <laughs> do you Billy think? Giving you the Billy, lesson. what did yeah. you do? Billy, what did we Stop it. Stop it. He panics, Billy. You know? He's panicking. Billy, look at Billy. He's panicking right now. I know. Yeah. All right. All right. Look, Billy, I'll just. I'll fuck it. Look, I'll do. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. Someone else is calling. Why the hell not? It's the ham radio show. Who's this? What's going on, fellas? Hey. Oh, it's John. How are you, pal? Hey, hey, my, hey, clap. Oh, <laughs> now he's telling me to go to break. Okay. It's a break. Billy said go to break. But I, look, look, I already picked up on fucking John. I can't okay. fucking hang up on him. Okay. For Christ's sake. Hey. Look, the show's I, fucked, up, fucked already. So the show's <laughs> fucked. We might as well fuck it up even more by having John on. John, Johnny, where are you? You should have come down tonight. Come on, Johnny Vegas. Could have used you tonight. I'm still working. I'm still working. Okay. Still on, working. on the truck? Yeah. I haven't played it in a while. I thought I played it. Yeah, John, I got to call you anyway, man. I'll talk some business with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, was, I wanted to come there tonight, but, you know, I had to end up. Uh, working the trucks tonight, we got to leave. It hey. was a little busy, too, so you got to you got to do, brother. You got to make that money. Yeah, the restrictions are lifted what? now, man. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can start coming back to New York City and making yeah. some real money, like mm-hmm. on, right on the streets, man. Make that cash. Yeah, cool. Which, like I said, which, remember how I spoke to you about, uh, probably uh, Eddie, you and I were speaking in private yes. about another another project that I'm trying to plan. I'm planning yes. Okay. He's got so, another project uh, to make more. Money. There you go, ka-ching. So, yeah, so I think uh, hopefully, I mean, I'm looking at probably October. Okay. October for October. what? Which one? The the project that we were talking about? Which thing? The first uh, thing or the, the second pro- thing? The project, the project that we were talking about. Oh, okay. Can you talk about it? Well, it, it's a it's a, um, uh, it's a way that you could actually sit down. And eat your taste of Pueblo. How about oh, that? Oh, that's even great. Near the truck? Not near the well, truck, so to speak. Ooh. But no, not even remotely near the truck, actually. Oh, okay. right, let's just say it's, it's, it might be your second place to eat your taste of Pueblo. I don't know. Did you see So go ahead. And the great thing about it is that I, I, I'm thinking about you guys yes. in, that, in that mindset. I will, I will let the boys in on the uh, idea later. Yeah, like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. Like I said, this is a this is a, a really a, a project 
uh, away from my business partners. Uh, this is just solely me. Mm. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get this. It's uh, a it's a taco troll production. You're going out on your own, huh, man? Well, something like that, you know, something like that, you know. Okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make moves. I gotta, I don't want to sit. In, I don't want to uh, put my eggs all in one basket. Yeah. So I'm, well, take those eggs and get some fucking chorizo and make me an omelet, goddammit. There you go. Oh, that's what I was going to say, that next week I'm definitely going to come I'm come by. I haven't been in the studio. I haven't seen you guys. And I'd like to talk to you guys more more face-to-face and all stuff like that. Okay. So put in your orders as of today. As, <laughs> put your orders, what you guys want, so I can bring you guys Wait, uh, when I come see you guys. I know you guys don't eat Taste of Puebla that much, so there you go. Wait, let me ask Billy what he wants. Billy, what do you want? <laughs> okay, well, what I, Billy? I, I won't have. I'm not having what Billy's having. You're not having. You're not having what Billy's yeah, having. having what Billy's but Billy's having, having it with cheese. Yeah, well, whatever it is, he said with cheese. Yeah, yeah, well. Can't be cheese. All right, well. <laughs> uh, by the way, what up, Todd? Todd, what's going on, idiot radio? Todd, what's up, brother? Idiotradio.com, the yeah. PP boys, and yeah, everybody yeah. else over there. What's going on, John? I'm gonna call you tomorrow because I got. I want to talk some business with you. All right, call me tomorrow. Tomorrow, I mean, I'm. Sometime, whatever, anything past uh, 3 o'clock, I'm, I'm good. Okay, good. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm not calling any of you because I'll be on a fucking plane. Open that door. He's going, he going south. Where you going? I'm, I'm going down. Going? I'm going down south. Downtown. When everyone had to go downtown. I'm going to South Kagalaki. I don't know if it's a trend or not, but uh, there was an article in, I forgot where it was, but uh, a lot of these food truck guys during the pandemic, uh, because they, they went, they found vacant lots. They cleaned the vacant lots out, put up a bunch of tables and made like a a, a, a restaurant. Set the truck up there and they were doing very good business. All all night, you know, people would come on. John, you should also, by the way, look for fucking food truck festivals. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had one here in Staten Island. Yeah. I am, I was, I am invited. I am, it's tentative. I'm trying to broker a deal with in New Jersey, in Connecticut. And in Massachusetts this summer, so uh, I'll hopefully, if God, God willing, we'll we'll be busy uh, uh, for later part of the of the summer, going into September. Uh, so that's where we at. Yeah, look at those halal trucks. They never they're close everywhere. Down. Well, yeah, yeah. They never close down. The uh, one they in front close of, shit. The one in front of Shoprite. Yeah. All night. There's one on Victory Boulevard. Yeah. All night. Uh, yeah. And they're doing. Yeah. This. You know, but you know about those. They need to. By law, they need to have at least three hours to shut down to clean up and all that. They don't. You know, they can be by close to twenty five for sanitation purposes. Well, if somebody decides to call to call. Uh, the problem of the them, they will get shut down. All right, yeah, don't, 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 don't be a fucking rat. That's where I get my gyro meat from. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Well, the one is the one that shot right. They ride across you from the police station. Yeah, so. really, yeah. They're staying open. Yeah. Even if there's warning yeah. shots. All right, John, I got to I gotta say, I got to go do the news. So, like, I got to hang on. Go do the news. I will uh, I'll talk to you guys. Um, we call it uh, Ricky, call me tomorrow. Yeah, you talk to me I'll talk to you later on. Let the guys know what I'm planning and all that. I and know. I guess I'll you got see you guys on Wednesday. You all got right. it, bro. Taste the Puebla. Taste the Puebla NYC. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Johnny especially. Vegas. Johnny Vegas over yeah. here now. <laughs> I'm 
over here now. That's the guy. That's the guy over here. Right now, what we should do, since we're not taking a fucking break, Joe, yeah, well, real, I think man. what we should do is uh, prepare for fucking the WTF News. What's up with that? Live from the WTF Newsroom, it's What the Fuck Action News. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Why? Because we can. Why? Because the WTF News is brought to you by DallasNovelty.com. That's DallasNovelty.com, where sex is for everybody. Everybody. Everybody but Joe. For more information, go to Dallas Novelty. I try, but it doesn't happen. Dot com. When you pass that time. I ask every woman I see, and they all say, no. No, not this motherfucker. Get nothing from me. He's the only man that went through a hooker, and she gave him change. That's right. That is, ladies and gentlemen. He gave money to go away. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Joe. I don't know why. I don't know why. You made me hit my button too prematurely, (laughs) just like you in the bedroom. Mmm, so meaty. So meaty. Um, actor Rob Riggle is in the news. Ooh, uh, Rob Riggle, you've seen him. He was the he was in Step Brothers. He's been in a ton of movies. Okay. Uh, he was the the guy be, the the one that starts the it's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. That one, Ooh. you know, right? He used to be he used to be ex military. He was a marine. Okay. I right, well anyway, he's yeah, a he also hosts. Uh, he's on that show with the mini golf on uh, ABC. Oh, with the uh, Steve, Steph Curry. Thing. Yeah, the yeah, Steph Curry produced show. Anyway, yeah. uh, Rob Riggle's wife supposedly is spying on him or did spy on him. In court documents obtained by TMZ, the 21 Jump Street actor claims that that he suspected Tiffany Riggle of uh, being privy to private conversations he had in his office. Mm -hmm. They were both staying in different homes at the time, so he planted false information to see if it would come back to him and it did. Uh, He had the home swept for devices in April and a spy camera was allegedly found hidden in his smoke detector. Wow. One clip from the camera allegedly showed Tiffany counting money after $28,000 of his emergency funds had disappeared. Exactly. Rob also believed that Tiffany had hacked into his Apple accounts to download his emails, texts, contacts, and photos. Rob has been granted a temporary restraining order against Tiffany, who filed for divorce from the comedian in October 2020 after 21 years of marriage. 21 years. 21 years of marriage. And and by the way, this guy's also ex-military. He's a Marine. Okay, so you're going to tell me you're going to fuck with a Marine. This guy knows how to sweep for fucking devices. Like, he has people for this. So your plan was hide a fucking camera in the in the in an, a smoke detector, yeah. and you don't think this guy's gonna find it? Well, they, well come on, now. well they, they the, get twenty eight grand off of him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, She's but, counting the money. But yeah. here's the problem: she got, she got over you, you somewhere. St- yeah. But here's the problem: now you have video of her stealing the twenty. Well, having the twenty eight grand mm-hmm. after the twenty eight grand was you know taken. She could say she sold ass. Yeah, well, she sure. better she better have proof that she sold that ass. That's right. <laughs> Hey, Ricky, you got a receipt? Yeah. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so mean. Damn right. Uh, <laughs> guys who work longer live longer. According to a new study, men who work longer into their older age, Joe, pay attention. I agree with that. I, I do, too. That's why I'm dying soon. Damn right. 
uh, end up resulting in living an additional two years. Wow. So if you work past your a few years past what the retirement age is, yeah. you will get an additional two years. Yeah. Uh, the uh, researchers also behavior. Yes, <laughs> the researchers also found out that this only applies to men. So women, you don't get shit. Working longer doesn't Did seem to give. A- no. Women doesn't uh, don't get the similar health boost. No, no. So just how you know. That's how no. it fucking works. Yeah, I, be- I believe it. Ooh, I worked with a guy. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I worked with a guy who worked at the Waldorf with us for 50 years. Oh, yeah. He retired, and a year later he died. I had a cutter in one of my shops, 92 years old. I was supposed to fucking cut at the table, man. 92. 92. Yeah, died in 93, I think it was uh, he was 92 and died in 93? No, I'm kidding. He, he, I don't know how old he died, but he, he was at 92 cutting at the table. Ladies and gentlemen, the comedy stylings of Joe. It's not a joke. This is serious stuff. No, it sounds like a joke. Well, yeah. But, you know, he was. everybody hated this guy. He was cantankerous, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was evil. He used to make other people die. And so what they did was, because he was such a good cutter, they built a room for him in the back of the shop, mm-hmm. and they walled him off. And he was all alone in that room when he came to work every day. He used to come to work at 5.30 in the morning and leave at 1 o'clock, and the boss would let him do it mm-hmm. because he was so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He knew his, his crap. Yeah, well. But he couldn't. He couldn't go near a customer because he, his attitude. Yeah, bad yeah. man. Because okay. get the a, fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that reminds me. Of what Joe. the fuck are you talking about? I got a lot of my shit for them. Mmm, so meaty. All right, all right. I got to do this too at the same fucking time. I don't know if I can do it, but we'll see what happens because you know Billy's not here. But I'll I see know. if my sound effects are working. Okay. Because we have another installment of. It came from Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> because Ohio is now the new Florida. Okay. They love the peanut butter. I know. They put it on their dick. Uh, if you want to, <laughs> it's okay. Very good. The sound effects button got fucked up, but I'll do it again. <laughs> from Ohio. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder, right. I wonder if people in Ohio get high. They probably do. Ohio. <laughs> All right. What is this sound? Close your eyes, gentlemen. I'm listening. Not that sound. This sound. Oh. Oh, I know that sound. I know is that, that sound. What's that, cicada? A cicada. Yep. All right. So in, coming. in Dayton, Ohio... A place called the Pizza Bandit Restaurant has created a pizza with cicadas as the topping. You know those noisy bugs that sound like this. Not to nothing. I mean, we're we're a little spoiled, but bugs are very good for you to eat. They're They're high in protein. They're high in protein. And if you cook them right, you know, they get crisp. Wait. Excuse me, Julia Child. These also, by the way, cicadas... Actually, have the same uh, texture and everything as shrimp. They said, oh. when, "That's why people with shellfish allergies cannot eat a oh, cicada." So just so everyone knows, mm. but you know, you only have them every seventeen years. I know. I mean, it's a delicacy. Yeah. Uh, the special Thai-themed pizza also features a sauce, a special sauce. Uh, featuring mango, mushrooms, and cabbage, along with mozzarella and provolone cheese. Well, I'm getting hungry already. I, I know. And other stuff just thrown in there on the mix, probably to hide the taste of the insects themselves. Mm. But remember, it came 
from Ohio. Just saying. All right, let's kill the cicadas for a minute. I like, Jesus, I like the name Zicada. I mean, if I had a, a new child... Excuse me. Oh, God bless you, Joe. I, I would That's name, your name I, the new child, Achu. Achu, here? Achu, here? Yes, I would call him Achu. I wanted to name him Achu. Achu. No, Cicada is a nice name for a girl. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't, we call it Siggy. They call her Siggy? Yeah, but now they're eating them, so. Hell yeah. Well, well, yeah. It's a, well if it's a girl, then you might get well, some. If you got it, you got it. Mmm, so meaty. Ooh. All right, so final story because we're running out of time, and I thought might as well finish with a story about one of our favorite topics Ooh. and topics itself, illegal dumping. Oh, yes. A New England, uh, sorry, New Hampshire man uh, is in a crap load of trouble. Um, and facing multiple counts of defecating on police property. <laughs> oh, Jesus. A 41-year-old man, he's the poopetrator, uh, named Jason Shea, was arrested for drunk driving in place in the back of a police car, as one is done. You know, when you get arrested, you get put in the back of a police car. Mm-hmm. All right. Where he proceeded to treat the back seat like a toilet. Later in the booking room and at the police station, he popped a squad there, too, and dropped a deuce on the floor. All right? He dropped it two different times on the floor. So now he shit, walked a little, and then shit some more. All right. In addition to his DWI charge, Shay has been charged with disobeying an officer and three counts of criminal mischief um, for each one of the turds. <laughs> that he dropped. You know, when an officer tells you don't shit, you better listen. Yes, you have the right to remain silent, motherfucker. <laughs> Keep that ass closed. Man. Damn right. And that has been, because we have to do an abridged version, uh-huh. your WTF News. Mmm, so meaty. Yeah, so by the way, I'm going to keep doing, we're going to have a new, that's a new segment. Yeah. It, What's that, shit? No, this one. It came from Ohio. Because we used to do it came from fucking Florida. Florida, Florida. But now Florida is no longer the... Ohio, it seems to be the fucking new thing. Weird. I had another story in here, but I couldn't even get to it right now. But Ever ever since they put the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame out there, you know, they think they own... Everything's gone to shit. Literally. Uh, So... Is good good show, I guess. I mean, I guess the and show they made was that good. song, Why Oh, Why Oh, Why Oh, Did I Ever Leave Ohio? Why Oh, 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 Did I Ever Leave Ohio? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You almost made it the whole show, Joe. You're a fucking cunt. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> You're a stupid cunt, suck my dick. Well, speaking of shitting, I just got my toilet paper oh, you delivered. Yeah. Oh. You got your toilet paper delivered from Amazon. Did you got a special oh. motherfucker two extra days to live in my fucking toilet paper. Why, we why is it taking wow. so much time to get toilet paper? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. You they know do they, have stores, they fucked you know. up three of my orders oh, yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. Why? And how? No, what I, ordered, I ordered the pine, a pine saw, okay. disinfected. Mm-hmm. It looked like someone opened it up and poured some out. Oh, that's and close it back, that's right? Good, yeah. So they refunded me for that. Good for that. I ordered Dove body wash. Okay, he's a very half clean of the fucking person. bottle of one of the bottles was three in the pack, variety pack. Uh-huh. Half of the bottle, half of one of the bottles were empty. Oh, some of those are whatever. Yep. Yeah. And then I ordered um, 
a um what was that? The uh damn, I can't remember the third thing. They fucked up. Three three different items that they had to refund me for. Oh. This well they're pretty good that way. They do Yeah, they'll, they'll give you a new one. Yeah. So I, I do appreciate yeah, Amazon yeah. for they're, that. They're they'll they'll that just way. send you something new. Matter of fact, there's something on Facebook now. All the unclaimed packages, if you send them, I think it's fourteen ninety five, they send you an unclaimed package and you don't know what's in it. Mm-hmm. It may be a computer. You know, mm. maybe uh, it's a mystery. So yeah. like mystery boxes, mystery like they do boxes. in Japan. Yeah, like that. Wow. And they, if you send them one hundred and sixty nine dollars, they send you like a pallet of these boxes. Mm. So know? why don't we do that? What are we gonna do with that, dude? I'll give you one hundred and sixty nine dollars if I can get a pallet of shit that we can open on the air. Well, I don't know if it's real. It's on Facebook, you know. Well, see if you can figure mm. if you can actually contact an Amazon place. Yeah. I will give you one hundred and sixty nine dollars. And I will, we will do pallet day and yeah. we'll open and ever, and then, and, they show, you know, and I'll give away guys, shit. These guys are opening up like, you know, computers and, and, uh, well, that's probably fake. Great I mean, that, stuff, yeah. you know, all great stuff, bicycles. Of course they, you know, what they, somebody need to send me a car. A yeah. brand new Bentley, you, you know. See, <laughs> you see one of them open fucking the pine sole, the joke, uh, yeah, fucking Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably Ricky's pine sole. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Disturbing. All right. On that note, I think what we should do is we should, you know, say we should tell Billy that he did a good job. Billy, do you have any Billy, final words for the fucking Did a great job burger? today, Billy. I have to tell you, Billy is missed when he's not here. We you fucking bet your right, ass. You talk too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if it wasn't any uh, circumstances beyond our control, beyond he would have been here control. today. Yes, it Just is. saying. Yes. Just saying. Too bad it's like we a fucking you, Billy. We in miss the you, wind. Bro. We yeah. miss you like a motherfucker. Yes. You know that. Yes, he's all guy. Every time. I can't I can't even say that we don't miss Billy, because every time that Billy's not here, the show goes to hell. We That's suffer. Right. We suffer. Up. We actually didn't even do the Hollywood Rock and Rock up today. No, we didn't. So if you want to go check it's out the Billy's Hollywood Rock and Rock it is Billy's fault. I blame Billy. Yes. Go on to uh, YouTube and look up Hollywood Rock and Rock up for yourself if you need to. Remember, free speech is never silent, so always speak the fuck up. And remember, if you're going to fuck that chicken. Go balls deep. If you're going to fuck that chicken, Joe, what are you going to do? You're going to go balls deep. You got to go balls deep. Oh, yeah. Put a rubber on it. Put a rubber on it. Make that chicken sound like Billy having a conversation. That's what happens. Make him sound good. There you go. Ooh, one chirp. Here's another chirp. AMF, my friends. Adios! Motherfucker! And broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on unfilteredradionetwork.com All material heard on the Ham Radio Show is copyrighted by the Ham Radio Show. Some material may be copyrighted by its respective owners. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material without the written consent of Ham Radio and or its affiliates is strictly prohibited. And if you don't understand all that legal mumbo-jumbo, here's Billy to explain it to you in not-so-technical terms. So, asshole, that means you can't use this without our permission. Fuck you.